Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. I am so freaking excited to be recording this as by the time this goes live, I will be out of quarantine. I will be negative and I will be fully back to real life, whatever that even means anymore. But maybe first, why don't we rewind and I start from the beginning. So have you ever heard of the expression, tell God your plans and he laughs? That has pretty much been the case for me for 2022, (laughs) especially um, at the start of the year. I had so many great plans I wanted to carry out. I signed up for a new workout program. I had the Master of Manifestations Accelerator coming up, which, by the way, has been amazing. But I will save that for a different podcast episode. I was about to start working with some new clients. I had some social plans I was so looking forward to with friends who have been visiting from out of town. In fact, my word for January was momentum. And Lord knows, I was so ready to go all in and start creating massive momentum for the year ahead. Lo and behold, three days into the new year, I started feeling a bit of a tickle in my throat. Oh dear. The weird thing is that on Monday morning, I think it was what, like January must have been the third. Yeah, January 3rd. On that Monday morning, I woke up with so much energy, you know, after a slow paced December in terms of workouts in the sense that I was working out regularly in December, but I was just doing the bare minimum in terms of intensity. So after that, it was so nice to get back into the gym. And I even managed to do such a solid lower body workout. It felt so good to be lifting heavy again. I had so much energy that I even went for a long walk in the evening before I started feeling any symptoms. On Tuesday, I woke up like a train ran over me. My body was in so much pain and I felt extremely exhausted. While part of me thought it was just the flu, I booked in a PCR test just to be safe, especially as cases have been rising like crazy in Dubai. I wanted to be responsible about it. The day after taking my test, I woke up feeling so much better. I mean, I was still a bit tired, but the body pain had severely reduced. And I was almost certain I was negative. Yet it turns out I was positive. I literally had to reread the test results like three times to make sure that I'm not like seeing things. So despite my great plans for January to be my month of momentum, clearly the universe had different plans. While I totally understand that everyone's experience of catching COVID is different and that some people get hit really bad, I am a firm believer that we can always mitigate our experience of it even slightly by the way we choose to show up, especially when we face unwanted circumstances. It's really easy to wallow in self-pity and feel sorry for ourselves. We end up creating a negative self-fulfilling prophecy in that we feel like crap, we do nothing, we feel worse, and it just goes on and on. Nothing constructive can come out of self-pity, even though at the time it feels good to feel sorry for ourselves. 
in these moments, it's so crucial to take back our power and get back in control of our circumstances. And that starts with changing the meaning we are attaching to our circumstances. Everything in our life is natural, not natural. Well, it is, that, that is too, but everything in our life is neutral, including catching COVID. Is it ideal? Obviously not, but can we reframe how we perceive it so we aren't left feeling helpless and powerless? Absolutely. We get to decide how we want to feel about it. When we change how we feel about it and when we change our energy, that is how we change our life. And that's what I wanted to talk about today for today's episode is staying in a high vibration while having COVID. And even though I'm talking about staying in a high vibration in regards to catching COVID, these tips can really apply to any unwanted circumstance in life. Because here's the thing, we're always going to face obstacles in our life. That is part of being human. Yet we have full control and power to change our experience of it by changing the internal narrative. And again, how we choose to show up. So first and foremost, I did not allow myself to go down the rabbit hole of wondering where I caught COVID from. While our human mind thrives on logic and constantly seeking answers, there's really no definitive way of knowing how I caught it. Yet in the process of trying to figure it out, it would have left me feeling confused and anxious. It's almost like when you've been in a relationship and it ended up going south. And then you tell yourself that in order for you to move on, you just need closure. You just need to know why. Here's the thing. You might never know why someone acted the way they did. In these moments, the best thing you can do is get into a state of acceptance. Same goes to catching COVID. You can't change the fact that you've gotten it. So why does knowing where you caught it from even matter at this point? When you get into a state of acceptance, you naturally release all resistance. When you release all resistance, your vibration instantly raises. Also, in these moments, when life throws you a curveball, it's so easy to get caught up in comparisonitis and to question why you are facing it, whereas others aren't. In this case, I could have so easily spiraled into the, how come I got it yet no one who I've met recently caught COVID, but there was no way I was going to go there. Comparison is the thief of joy and nothing constructive comes out of it. Stay in your own lane and realize that we all receive our share of unwanted moments and circumstances. And the quicker we can accept them for what they are, the quicker we can move forward. Otherwise, if we beat on the drum of the why me song or woe is me, we only stay stuck in the problem and obstacle. Thirdly, I went ham with gratitude, like way more than normal. In the midst of an unwanted circumstance, I really focus on all the blessings that it brought. The cool thing about our brains is that they can only focus on one thing at a time. When you're focusing on what is thriving in your life, you cannot simultaneously focus on the problems. And guess which is naturally going to help you raise your vibration and leave you feeling better. For example, I am grateful it came after a really fun December. Honestly, having COVID is not something anyone wants, yet I have zero regrets. I've been responsible for the most part, created so many amazing memories, and continued living my best life despite this pandemic. 
I'm grateful that the worst of symptoms happened before the Mastery Manifestations Accelerator started. To be honest, that was my biggest worry, that I wouldn't be able to go ahead with the start date as planned. But luckily, the 11th of Jan, which was day seven for me, and the starting date of the MMA, by then I felt really great. Pretty much back to normal. The interesting thing about being a coach is that you really have to practice what you preach and teach. I know some coaches are full of shit, but if you've worked with me, you know I operate at a total integrity. I really think catching COVID was the universe's way of making sure I really practice what I preach before the MMA starts. How to leverage your energy and stay in a high vibration irrespective of your external circumstances, even when life gets really crappy, even when you get COVID. A few other things I chose to feel grateful about was that I have the flexibility to work from home or more like work from my bed. (laughs) I was grateful to have a whole flat to myself to isolate in and from my balcony to have fresh air. I am grateful for the antibodies I am now left with. I am grateful for how efficient delivery service in Dubai is. Honestly, each time I placed a grocery or pharmacy order, I was blown away at the speed of delivery. Even in London, you don't get this kind of efficiency. I was grateful that the symptoms were mild for the most part. The thought of losing my taste buds and smell, which I think was the case for the Delta variant, sounds terrible. I was grateful to be surrounded by so many kind, generous loved ones who kept checking in on me and sending over food. I could go on. Like I said, I went ham with the gratitude and continued focus going on various rampages of appreciation. It really was the best case of a worst case scenario. And if I had to get COVID, which I'm pretty sure we all will eventually because, I mean, hashtag herd immunity, <laughs> I wouldn't want to have gotten it any other way. I know the rules differ across the world, but in Dubai, the isolation period is 10 days. During the first few days when the symptoms were really bad, I was just in bed most of the time. I really didn't have the energy to do anything else. I got a surge of energy, thankfully, by day four, and that's when I could feel myself getting a bit antsy. I remember thinking to myself, I'm fine now mentally, but how am I going to do another six days without going stir crazy? Our minds can be our most powerful asset or our biggest liability depending on how we use it. The slightest perspective shift can make all the difference. Especially after a hectic and indulgent holiday season, I decided to see the isolation period as almost like a natural detox. I had the luxury to eat home-cooked food for 10 days straight. And of course, I did deliver a few meals here and there, but nothing excessive as my stomach really wouldn't have been able to stomach anything overly heavy. Once my energy levels kicked in, I also used the abundance of extra time on my hands as a way to meditate more, self-reflect, and journal. You know, as much as I initially thought my plans for January to be my month of momentum had gone down the drain, by the end of it, I came out of quarantine feeling like I actually built up massive momentum for the year ahead. Everything in our life is a reflection of the relationship we have with ourselves. And after 10 days of really spending time on your own and really going inwards, 
I have never felt more ready to take on the remaining 50 or so weeks of 2022. Even in terms of work, I felt like I received so many downloads, which I'm excited to act on over the rest of the year. You know, one of the biggest ways which we unknowingly kill our vibration is our need to control. In these moments of trying to micromanage and stick to our so-called grand plans, we inevitably create unnecessary and unwanted stress and anxiety for ourselves. I really used my quarantine period as an opportunity to surrender. I really just gave in to my body as much as possible. I slept for as long as I needed. I didn't fight the urge to nap multiple times in the day. I ate more carbs than usual. And as for my great plans to avoid refined sugar in January, full disclosure, that went out of the window by day four of having COVID. I was craving chocolate, and who am I to deny my body what it needs? Food is medicine, right? (laughs) And like I said at the start of the podcast, at the start of the podcast episode, I started the month with so many great plans, but clearly the universe had other plans for me. Rather than get frustrated, I accepted that clearly the universe had a better plan for me, and right now, the universe wanted me to rest. I embraced the downtime and just allowed myself to go with the flow. There will always be time to work. There will always be time to exercise, to socialize, and whatever else has been put on hold. And that's with anything in our life. When things don't go our way or as we planned, we get so heated and anxious. Yet it is so important to realize that we do not have a back-end view of all the magic that the universe is working on. Rather than get affected by what is happening right now, trust that it is part of the divine plan of your life. Whether it is a health issue or something else, the universe has brought it to you for a reason. And just trust that it's not to punish you. Another thing that helped me stay in a high vibration was staying committed to my morning routine, but at the same time, also allowing myself to be flexible. During the first few days, sitting up to meditate like I normally would almost felt like a struggle. So instead, I opted for lying down meditations. Although I didn't really have the energy to journal as much as normal, I kept my head in a good space by listening to personal development podcasts. I also really try to stay intentional about not going onto social media as soon as my eyes opened. My point is, is that when life throws you a curveball, allow yourself to be flexible. We're so conditioned to adopt an all-or-nothing mindset, and the minute we can't do all of it, we end up doing nothing. Yet, life is full of gray areas, and it is so important to continue finding somewhat of a middle ground rather than try and think there's a black or white approach to doing life. If you're traveling and you can't spend an hour as you normally would to work out, that's fine. Then do 20 minutes. If life has gotten busy and you can't cook all your meals from scratch, okay, well then commit to cooking at least one or two meals per day. Rather than get stuck in the problem, work around it. Ask yourself, what is the outcome you are trying to achieve and how can you still do so in the midst of your current circumstances? I I knew I wanted to stay in a good state mentally. Just because I couldn't do my normal routine, it didn't mean I couldn't do anything at all. I just need to switch things up based on what still felt good and more importantly, what still felt doable. 
Also, I can't stress the importance of prioritizing connection while you have COVID. Obviously, you are in isolation and alone, but there's a huge difference between being alone and being lonely. And the latter can end up being hugely triggering for a lot of us, especially as a sense of belonging is a basic primal need. Loneliness can almost feel like a threat to our safety. And it ends up sending our brains into fight or flight mode. It can also really take a toll on the way we feel, our self-esteem and vibration as a whole. Even if you don't necessarily have the energy to speak on the phone, reach out to one or two people you feel close to via message and just touch base. It's amazing what a difference human connection can make to the way we feel, our mental and emotional health, and how we show up overall. In fact, I'm tempted to say that fostering strong connection can even speed up the recovery process in that the endorphins and oxytocin that come from uplifting conversation have a tremendously healing impact. And finally, and this is a crucial one, I lowered the bar for myself. I let go of self-imposed expectations and how much I thought I should be doing. I didn't allow my productivity levels to dictate the way I felt about myself, which in the past would have been a struggle. For most of us, it is a struggle. We equate the way we feel about ourselves to our level of success and achievements. I talked about it in an earlier podcast, I think it was last week, that went up on the five toxic habits that, we are, that are holding you back from manifesting your desire. But when we set unrealistic expectations, it only makes us feel worse about ourselves. It affects our mood, our vibration, our self-esteem, our energy, and overall, our life as a whole. Consider this the reminder that your worthiness comes from who you are being and not from what you are doing or achieving. In the past, I would have probably forced myself to continue working when all my body wanted to do was sleep and or mine just wanted to watch mindless TV on Netflix. Instead, I got okay with the fact that until I felt better, I only needed to do the bare minimum, and that was totally fine. For me, that meant checking in with my clients when necessary and continuing to put out content via social media and newsletters as planned. I really feel like 2020 and 2021 were my years of working on my self-worth, and this was probably the universe's way of checking. I really inculcated the lessons. Can I still feel worthy and proud of myself even when I'm spending most of my time lying in bed? And I'm happy to say that I would like to think that I pretty much passed that test with flying colors. There's so much shame about having COVID, but here's the thing. None of us are immune to it. No matter how many vaccines and boosters you take, none of us know what shielding ourselves from the new variants require. All we can do is be as responsible and precautious while still living our lives. Am I going to change anything in terms of how I've been living my life? Probably not, because I don't think I got COVID from being irresponsible. It just comes with being alive in a time of a freaking pandemic. And if you do get it, please don't feel guilty about it. You got it and that's okay. Do what it takes to allow yourself to heal and feel better. If you know you have been irresponsible, then use it as a lesson to be more precautious moving forward rather than beat yourself up because despite everything I've shared above, nothing will kill your vibration more than guilt and shame. 
And this applies to everything in our life. Especially as my Instagram stories relating to COVID seems to be quite popular and received relatively more traction than normal, I thought I would share a few more takeaways of my experience with testing positive. So aside from the first couple of days, my symptoms fortunately weren't terrible. I really think this is largely to do with me leading, leading a healthy lifestyle for the most part. Especially with our health, it's so easy to ignore the power of consistency and the power that each choice makes to our overall well-being since we can't see the changes happening internally. When you continue to take care of your body, it will really be able to show up for you when required. There's no point pumping yourself with umpteen amounts of vitamins and miserable minerals and antibiotics when shit has already hit the fan. Prevention over cure. Always. It's going to be interesting to see how I wean back into exercise over these next couple of months. As much as it's going to kill me to not be able to do my regular heavy lifting and high intensity workouts, I know my body's recovery is key right now. After almost, almost, yeah, yeah, but two weeks in bed, I will take any kind of movement at this point. Aside from the mental benefits of working out, this time of exercise has made me realize how much of a difference regular movement makes in terms of blood circulation. The first few days, I had really bad body pain, but that quickly turned into body stiffness from lying down so much. In the past, I've seen clients who have terrible pain and as a result, don't exercise. Yet the irony is when you exercise and get that blood flowing regularly, you will naturally alleviate the stiffness and body pain that's coming up. And this holds true even if you're doing low intensity workouts. Our bodies were designed to move. And when we don't move them, the pain and stiffness is their way of communicating something is off. And finally, most importantly, I think this might be, by the way, the longest podcast episode I've ever recorded, but clearly I had a lot to say. But the last point I wanted to touch upon is I coach my clients on attracting more abundance into their life. It is the crux of what I do. We often think of abundance primarily in the form of money and material wealth. This past week, of having COVID was a huge knock on the head reminder that the ultimate form of abundance is my health, mental, physical, and emotional health and well-being. No matter what stage of your life you are in or how busy life gets, take care of your health. Your health is priority, period. You can have all the money in the bank, but if you're sitting in bed and left with zero energy, there's not much you can really do to enjoy that money other than really order groceries and deliver. <laughs> As always, I'd love to hear from you and would love to know if you found this episode helpful in any way. Send me a DM on Instagram. You know I hang out there the most. My handle is at kushboo.kway. The spelling is in the show notes. And in the meanwhile, I am sending you all the healing and as always, all the abundant vibes your way. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message 
so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.